Welcome to the Gathered Truths Podcast. My name is Jen Yaki. Join me each week as we create this sacred container for discovery and healing, a place where you are invited to safely inquire, contemplate, and explore the paths of wellness, awareness, and truth. Together, we will listen, breathe, learn, and grow so that we can show up for ourselves, our families, and our communities. Welcome to Gathered Truths. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number eight of Gathered Truths. I'm so glad that you are here. I wanted to mention that there is a meditation group that you can join on Facebook. If you search Gather 5-Minute Meditation, you can join that group. And every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, I do a live meditation for 5 to 7 minutes. And there is a, there's a library of meditations already in there. So there's probably 40 or so. So you can choose a topic that feels good to you for the day. You can join live if that's possible on Tuesdays and Thursdays, that's 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. And on Saturday, it's 7 a.m. So if you're interested in that, please go there. So I hope that you are well. It has been a while. There have been some production issues, some recording issues, and hopefully we have those resolved. And it's kind of appropriate for today's topic. Um, Gathered Truths came about um, when I wrote a book about some truths of my own. And in the same vein, these podcasts are truths of my own. And hopefully they resonate with you. Part of it, some of it, as I was told many years ago, is take what you need and leave the rest. Sometimes we hear things and we're just not quite ready to hear them. And so they kind of bounce around in our head and either fall away or we hang on to them. And at a different time, we are ready to hear whatever it is. So I wanted to talk this week about doing the footwork, doing the leg work. learning, being curious, asking questions, doing the scary things, taking risks, and then letting go of the outcome. This is a topic of conversation in our house a lot because of Lucas and he is in third grade and um, homework is a little bit different than it has been um, in the past, we're at a different school, so they have different things that they do. And so 
I'm so grateful for my life experience that I can see this with clear eyes and see the bigger picture rather than not. So a little background. I started playing golf when I was, I don't know, five, six, or seven. And at five, six, or seven, I wasn't playing. I was having a golf club in my hand and chasing squirrels down the fairway and um, playing in the sand and picking up rocks, playing with the butterflies, this kind of thing. But I had a golf club in my hand. And then as I got older, um, I liked competing. I started practicing. My dad was my coach until I was 13 or 14. And then I got a different coach. And then I played high school golf on the boys team because there was no girls team. And in fact, the boys team at one point had three girls on it. It was pretty awesome. And then I played college golf and I played um, what would be considered semi-professional golf after that. It was kind of the farm team of the LPGA. It was their um, farm team. And if you were to equate it to baseball. Um, But one of the things I did not learn in that process, and I learned as I got out of college and was playing professionally and started working with somebody um, in the mindfulness area, did I realize that the process was more important than the outcome. I spent a lot of time trying to manipulate, steer the outcome. And and this bled into other parts of my life. But, you know, there are so many variables, both in golf and in life, that are outside of our control, that really we just have control of the process and our part in the process. So, for instance, I can control how much I practice. I can control what I practice. I can control if I'm focused during practice or if I'm not. And in life, it is the same thing. Maybe you're at work and you are having to collaborate on a project. Well, you are only in control of your part of that process and doing the best that you can within that process. And when we try to put our hands, control other people in the process, there's usually some suffering. So sometimes I reflect back and I think, you know, what would I change? What would I maybe do different? And I I saw a quote the other day that said, my only regret is that I didn't make my mistakes sooner. You know, um, and and that is truly how I feel. I don't, I don't regret the mistakes, maybe one or two, <laughs> but I wish I would have made them sooner so that I could have learned. I look at mistakes and risks as seeds 
to something bigger, something that will bloom later that I may not realize. And I, I wasn't always, didn't always have this awareness. I wasn't always okay with making mistakes. I had a severe type A perfectionism um, bent in my life in the way that I lived it. And, you know, that served me well sometimes until it didn't. So now when I am navigating life and taking risks in my business, I am in control of my ideas, how I implement those ideas, the research I do, um, how it's presented. But after that, it is out of my control. So the parallel in golf is you can gain the knowledge that you need to gain. So how far you are away from the hole? What's the wind like? How is the ball sitting in the grass? Do you have an uphill lie? Do you have a downhill lie? Is the green above where you are? Is the green below where you are? What's left and right? How am I feeling about the shot on a scale of 1 to 10? 10 being no problem. 1 being this could be a complete gong show. And so once I do the assessment and I commit to the assessment and I commit to the process and I commit to the club that I choose, once I swing and once that ball comes off the club face, it's out of my control. If a big gust of wind comes up, if the wind turns a different direction, if my ball hits near the green, but there was a sprinkler head and it hits that, this is, this is all out of my control. I, I couldn't have predicted that. I could not have done something any different. This is just the way the cookie crumbles. And so this is my thought process now with many things is do the work, do the best that I can do, get all the information that I can gain to make the best decision at the time. And then after that, it's out of my hands. And this is sometimes super easy. And sometimes it is really hard because I think that I know exactly what I want. And I really want this thing. And then sometimes I don't get that thing. So maybe you can relate to this. Maybe there is something in your life that you really want. But I would encourage you, or at least, yeah, I would encourage you to perhaps consider that this thing that you really want, maybe it's not the best thing for you. Maybe there is something better for you. And that doesn't mean that you don't go for the thing, but you certainly can for sure give your best, do the research, 
pushed your put your best foot forward and then step back see what unfolds and you might be like me that sometimes more often than not the thing that unfolds is so much better than I could have ever imagined and if I would have kept meddling and putting square peg in round hole, I would have never had the new thing. So another part of this is not giving up. Now, this is an awesome thing. An awesome grit and resilience is an awesome trait to have in most things. In some things, it's not. There was a time um, when I was working with a therapist that she said to me, you know what, Jen, we were talking about relationships. She said, you know what, Jen, your grit, your tenacity, your resilience, your ability to push through is so awesome in so many areas, except for the relationships that you choose. Because I will continue to make the mistake, continue to stay, continue to push through square peg round hole because I've invested so much time in this relationship, right? When it is quite obvious that this is not going to work, but I have decided that I'm staying because I've put all this time in. When the smart thing, the courageous thing, the brave thing to do is to just call it good. You know, it's just one of those things that's not going to work out. And sometimes that happens to me in business where I have had this great idea and I've given it my all. I've done the research. I've hyperanalyze the research and I really 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 want it to work out and then it doesn't and then sometimes there is a great distance between that thing not working out and the next thing sometimes it's short sometimes it's not so in my life one of the things that I do is when I feel like something is not working. I have that acknowledgement now, like this isn't, this is not working like I thought it was going to work. And so maybe I need to switch my view. Maybe I need to ask a question. Maybe I need to reach out for help. And then I sometimes give myself a time frame, Like I'm going to give this a go for another 45 days or another 60 days. And I'm going to give it my best effort. And in 60 days, I'm going to reevaluate. And that has really served me. And it's not easy because some of these things I really love. Sometimes it's a person I really love. And then I just have to adjust my sales to the reality of what is. And One of the most beautiful things that I have come to realize is nothing is permanent. 
So this thing that's not working out right now, maybe it will work out down the road. Maybe it will evolve into something different. But when I give it space to be whatever it is and let it grow the way that it wants to grow, I find more beauty in it. And I do look back at my career in golf and wish I had that awareness that do the preparation, do the footwork, do your best, and then let it go. And just rinse and repeat. So what's happening in your life right now that maybe you need to look at from 10,000 feet? Maybe there's something in your life that you have been pushing and pushing and pushing square peg, round hole. And it's not the thing that you thought it was. Can you step back and look at what it is, truthfully, with honest eyes and an open heart? And then maybe write down what it actually is, the truth of it. And then maybe you write down what you wish it was. And when you look at those two lists, how far apart are they? And how long have you been wishing that it was one way? And the reality is, it's another way. How long has it been? Has it been two weeks, two months, two years, two decades? And then the next question is, are you willing to do something different? Are you willing to see it from a different way? Are you willing to take a risk to make a change? Sometimes we're not willing to take that risk because we have an, an idea, an attachment, an opinion, a judgment, an analyzation of the word failure or mistake. We encourage failures and mistakes at our house. And I'm so excited that the school, Lucas's classroom, encourages those things too. Because when you are failing and when you are making mistakes, you are learning, you're growing, and you're planting seeds for something different. So I thought we would end today with a meditation on just that. on what is, what's currently happening. What mistakes can you get excited about? What risks can you get excited about? Can you let go of the outcome? So if you're in a place to 
join me in meditation, that'd be great. And even if you're walking the dog, you can participate. If you're folding the laundry, you can participate. All the meditation is, is you just paying attention to my voice and the inquiry and how it feels in your body and your mind. So if it's available, placing your right hand on your chest, you can soften your gaze, close your eyes if you'd like to, it doesn't matter. You can keep your eyes open, especially if you're walking that dog. And maybe a situation is already to the forefront of your mind. There's something that you have been doing, participating in, that is just not working out. It's not exactly what you thought you wanted. And in your mind, maybe you can list all the things that it truly is. Not what you wish that it was, but what it truly is. The truth of it. Noticing if your breath stops, if you're holding on to your breath as you are thinking about the truth of this. And maybe taking a big breath in and exhaling out. And acknowledging whatever it truly is. You don't have to like it. And just giving it a little bit of room. And then think about what your dream was for this thing, what you really wanted, how you wanted it to be when you were initially in it, whether that be a job or a relationship. Maybe it was a project that you have invested a lot of time in. What was the vision in your head when you began? And then think about all the things that you have done to make it so. All the time and the effort, the research, the trying again. And take a big breath in and out. And then think about just letting it go. Letting it be. And how does that feel? And then perhaps think about starting something new. And when you think about that, what lessons did you learn from the thing that you're letting go of? What would you do different? What would you do the same? 
take another big breath in and out. And then perhaps what you're realizing is you're ready to move on to something different. Or maybe there's an avenue that you haven't explored. And you want to give that a go. That's good too. Take another deep breath in and out. And as we close this podcast today, I want you to remember that whatever you decide, if you decide to try something new, if you decide to start again, if you decide to let go completely, remember that the only person that you have control of is yourself. That's it. So when you're making these decisions about the project, about the relationship, about the job, that the only thing that you can do your best at, put your best foot forward, give 100%, are your actions and your responses and your level of effort. My only caution is to not stay, to not keep doing, to not keep grinding it out with the thought that if only the other person would do this, if only the company would do this. And just taking a final inhale and exhale. I look forward to next time and wishing you peace and ease and freedom. Until then.